Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Welcome back. This particular podcast is devoted to something very dear and near to my heart. And if you can't guess, I'll give you a hint that the title of this program is Speak It On, which means I'm a pretty huge proponent of freedom of speech. So let me uh, kind of address that from a few observations. First thing is, I was watching YouTube, which uh, there are some programs, in spite of the fact that YouTube loves to censor people, um, there are some programs I like to to catch. But I've ran across the comedian Rowan Atkinson, Speaking on free speech, believe me, that gravitated right to me. If you don't know who Rowan Atkinson is, he's uh, he is an English comedian who is most famous for playing Mr. Bean. And uh, in England, there is evidently a uh, a free freedom of speech uh, section. And I'm not sure if it's uh, the Constitution over there, because it is, I believe, a constitutional mar- monarchy. But it's called Section 5, and he is for reforming that, because he would very much like for people to be able to say things in the, the right forum, okay, and not be smacked down for it which I'm totally in agreement I would like free speech to flow Uh, even free speech I don't like even free speech that may be derogatory toward myself or things I believe in why? because I'm a communication person communication is not communication if you don't have two-way messaging. (laughs) That's basically just sending out a signal. And that's it. That's dogmatism. When you don't discuss, that's dogmatism. Now in the U.S., we have the First Amendment. First Amendment of the Constitution, which supposed to protect freedom of speech and that's under huge attack let me tell you why I think God at least is into free speech so and this is going to like what but bear with me a second 
and this is just one of the reasons, but it is one that comes to mind. And uh, if you'll look with me for a second, in Romans 10, uh, verse 11 and following, it says, it says, and this is the ESV, for the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How, then, will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Now, if you don't have free speech, you don't have the message going out you don't have the message like it says how are people supposed to find out how how can you decide if you want to turn to the Lord or not if you don't hear that you can turn to the Lord or not God wants his information to flow anything that thwarts that is poking God in the eye you push against God, God pushes back really, really hard. Now, people say, bah, that's much garbage. I've done stuff all the time. I've cussed God outside. Blah, 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 blah. Nothing ever happened to me. Well, okay. But let me just tell you, God's timing ain't like our timing. It really isn't. It really is not. Now, am I saying that, and by the way, you know, when I mentioned Rowan Atkinson earlier, am I, am I connecting him with, with a biblical message? Not necessarily, because I don't know that Rowan's ever nailed down his religious belief bef- you know, or not. He's a comedian, primarily. Now, Again, though, uh, someone who has and was very anti-Christian was George Carlin. And I believe he should have been able to say what he said. And you're thinking, well, that's kind of crazy. Well, no. Because here's the thing. People have volition. They have choice. They have free will. And you got to get both sides of the argument, ladies and gentlemen. You do. That's how you decide. That's how people decide between it because you get choices. And God is into choices. As a matter of fact, uh, when Moses was at the bottom of Mount Sinai, talking with Israel after they had really wild party 
and they were in trouble over their heads. Moses said, look, you have a choice today between life and death, good and evil. He, he says, choose life. That's God's message. Choose life. And when you get to the New Testament end of that, Jesus is life. Okay? So, here's the thing, though. God doesn't force people to choose him. He doesn't do that. He gives us a choice. So, you got to get both ends. you got to get both sides. Now, how are you supposed to do that if there are people squashing down one side? Or basically saying, listen, I don't care about any of that stuff. I don't care about your facts. I don't care about your research. I don't care about any of that jazz. Just sit down and shut up and let me tell you what, what I want. Well, it's called a dictatorship. That's not a constitutional monarchy, and that's not a representational monarchy. That is a dictatorship. And whether it's one person or many, whether it's a, a dictatorship or an oligarchy, you, that's one group, you know? People need to be able to make a choice. So, I am totally into free speech. Freedom of speech. Now, even in the U.S., everything's got parameters on it. Let me, let me explain. So, when I was in college, there was a guy who was very much... Uh, kind of a well he would probably be called a Jesus freak although I think I like that term uh, what he was doing was a little different but here's what he would do he loved to t he, he loved to preach so he went into the student center okay where everybody's eating in the cafeteria and he starts screaming and yelling and preaching and then he was asked not to do that and then he's saying, well, I have a freedom of speech. And they said, well, yes, you do, but this isn't the place for this activity. We have a public forum area that you can do that in. And he said, no. And then he kept on. And guess what? Got himself arrested. Now, is that squashing his... Uh, freedom of speech because he didn't go to the public forum area because because as he was getting hauled off in cuffs okay and this is years and years ago okay this is not anywhere near the time we're in now this is years ago as he's getting hauled off he's saying I'm suffering for Jesus screaming and yelling he's, I'm suffering for well, see, some things are like screaming bomb in a theater, you know, when there's not one. 
Now, open forum and opportunity is is another thing. If you if if you if they totally squashed any possibility, in other words, told him, I don't care where you're at on this university, you can't do that. That's squashed in public speech. That's what that is. But if you have an open forum location where you can do that, that's not necessarily squashed in public, you know, freedom of speech. But I'll tell you what, now it's pretty close to the point where on a lot of campuses you're not allowed to do that anywhere. You cannot you know you, you cannot share Jesus anywhere. And by the way, you know, if one group gets to do it, other groups get to do it. I get that. Totally get that. But at least at the time this guy was doing that, it was there was a place for people who wanted to preach and present. And it was not a huge issue. And unfortunately, people that take his kind of frame of mind end up shutting doors for other people who really want to do some good. And by the way, preaching wasn't all this guy was doing. He had a guitar and he was singing Elvis Presley songs as well. So, don't know exactly how stable the dude was. And unfortunately, those are the kind of individuals who, who give the people who are really trying to do some good a black eye, so to speak, in a figurative sense. Now, Once again, you know, getting back to the brass tacks, there must be freedom of preach. God's word has to flow. In fact, here's the, here's the fact. God's will word will flow. You can't squash it, no matter what. It will go. Believe me, there the the, the church the church in China is strong as nails because the word of God is flowing. They don't have many Bibles over there, but I'll tell you, it's flowing. You cannot stop the word of God. It will not be stopped under any circumstance for any reason. Why? Because God's back in it. And if you poke God in the eye, he pokes back. And when he does, you're not going to like it. Guarantee. And we can sit there and say, Well, I don't believe in him. And, and, and now that'll never happen to me. And so-and-so lived to be what, you know, 5,000 years old. And he's fine. Now, most of the time if you dig into their lives you'll find that that's really not the case. But, <laughs> let, me, let me just say, uh, there's a verse that says, uh, God is not mocked. 
whatever a man sows, he also reaps. And that means men in general, as in humankind. Not just men, men and women. So, with that in mind, I want to encourage you to keep on speaking it on. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your efforts.